I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Happy are those who take refuge in him. Hello, fellow worshipers, and welcome to another episode of the Worshippers Heart Podcast. I am Carol Y. Davis, your host, and I am excited and delighted that you are experiencing this worship experience with us. So as always, let us open our hearts and minds as we prepare to go into this podcast with a word of prayer. Oh God, we come thanking you in this place and in this time that you are the God who created us in love. We thank you, God, that you create us anew in love as we worship you. We thank you, God, that you redeem this world in love. We reclaim our hearts, God, as we worship you. We thank you, God, that you've moved this world towards a God-appointed end. And God, move within us as we worship you through this podcast. So God, in this place and at this time, we come, God, with our minds changed, our attitudes changed, our ways changed, our lives changed. Help us to see the wholeness of life with your eyes and to hear your word for this time. Help us to smell the fragrance of your glory and to breathe in the freshness of your Holy Spirit. Help us to reach out and touch the face of Jesus and to feel your healing touch and taste your mercy and discover you in unexpected ways, to worship you with our whole selves and to await a power and a presence that we know that you have. So God, out of this busy week of work, out of the struggles and the meaningless of the world, out of our desperate and our desires to meet you and to know you and proclaim you, God, as the center of our being, we come. Thank you for being an unmovable rock of our security. Thank you for being our refuge. Thank you for being our resting place. Thank you for being the one that we sing to. Thank you for being our help. Thank you, God, that we remember you in everything that we do. So, Lord, we honor you and we adore you for great is your mercy toward us and how great you are to us. And we honor you in everything that we do. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Fellow worshipers, welcome back. It's time for another episode of the Worshippers Heart Podcast. So here we are. We're still talking about the 17 indisputable laws of teamwork. In our previous podcast episode, we have covered laws 1 through 13. So over this episode, we're going to complete the 17 indisputable laws, and we're going to do 14 through 17. So here we are. Let's dive in. Law 14, the law of communication. Interaction fuels action. Communication is a necessity to building a good team. Communication is viable for team leaders and members creates opportunity to communicate about tasks, skills, and involvement of projects, 
in order for everyone to reach the same goal. Effective teams have teammates who are constantly talking to one another. Recently watched an episode of MasterChef. MasterChef is one of my favorite shows. And they did many multiple tasks, but one of the tasks that they focused in on was communication. They facilitated it by putting a cooking wall between contestants. So they partnered them up two, two to each team. And you had to communicate with your team member through the wall. What an effective way to assess how effective communication is because the goal for each team was to create the same food plate in image and in the food. So they had to cook hypothetically chili, but they had to use the same content. It had to be placed in the same type of bowl, same type of plate. Presentation had to be the same. Everything had to be same. And they never saw how each other were actually doing it. So it required effective communication. Effective teams have teammates who are consistently talking to one another. Communication happens for the listener and the talker. It is important when communication that you become an active listener when someone is talking. When people don't communicate, there are barriers of resistance, lack of understanding, improper completion of assignments or outline tasks. Maxwell in this book gives us an outline for communicating with our team. He goes on to say communication can look different for each team, but we have to learn how to communicate effectively. Not just communicate, but communicate effectively to communicate effectively we must one communicate from the leader to the team members two from the team members to the leaders we must communicate three among ourselves and four between the team and the public and the people that we serve when it comes to communication, leaders are the example of how communication is shaped. I'm going to say that again because I'm sure there's some people in the back who didn't hear. When it comes to communication, effective communication, leaders, 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 L-E-A-D-E-R-S, are the example of how communication is shaped. Leaders set the tone for the team and they shape how the communication happens. Dialogue needs to be consistent, clear, and courteous. That's like three C's, right? Consistent, clear, and courteous to all parties involved. It is valuable to respect people when they are communicating. It is valuable to be an active listener it is valuable to play a role and not allow yourself to be distracted by other things around you, your phone, multiple conversations, your computer, things that are happening in your environment. Active listening requires your undivided attention. It is the interaction of communication that fuels action. Team thought, communication increases connection. Law 15, the law of the edge. 
The difference between two equality trained teams is leadership. Strong leadership is the major key to the success of any team, business, ministry, sports, and or corporation, etc. I'm saying it again because there's a lot of key points in here that are good for everybody, but I want to make sure the people in the back can hear me. Strong leadership is the major key to the success of any team, ministry, business, sports, organization, corporation, etc. Having a strong leadership gives the team the edge needed to be on top. With any team, you should find strength, determination, talent, and hard work. But the leader of the team has to maintain all of these qualities. As a leader, you cannot expect your team to exhibit what you don't demonstrate for them. Rewind. As a leader, you cannot expect your team to exhibit what you don't demonstrate for them. Teams model what the leadership gives and does. I had a pastor that shared with me a quote that I use and I apply it to my life. I apply it to my teaching. I apply it for my students. I apply it in all aspects of what I do. And the quote is simply this. If you don't like what you're getting, change what you're giving. I'll say it again. If you don't like what you're getting, change what you're giving. Because the team models what the leadership gives and does. There are some things that good leadership models for a team. And here they are. Leaders delegate the responsibility to those who can execute it. Leaders create an environment that is good for the entire team. Leaders develop and coach the personal capability of each team member. Leaders learn quickly and encourage team members to do the same. That's called discipling. Short discipling. Short discipling quickly and encourage team members to do the same. Good leaders do things just a little bit better than others. That's the edge of the law. Good leaders drive the vision and set the example. Effective leadership is the glue to an effective and successful team. Teamwork thought Everything rises and falls on the leadership. Law 16, the law of morale. When you're winning, nothing hurts. High morale provides hope and inspiration for teams. High morale gives teams the endurance to persevere through the struggles and hard times to go to success and be the best. However, there are sacrifices made along the way, but it's all for the betterment and success of the team. When you're on the top, you feel no pain, no stress, no discomfort. Being on the top is where all teams should desire to go. That's where we should strive to be the best. 
when you strive to be the best, you have to do what everyone else is not doing. Press past the pain, press past the endurance, and continue the journey to success. Five E's for great high morale, accelerate, elevator, energize, eliminate, and emancipate. There are four stages of morale. Four. Stage one, poor morale, the leader must do everything. Stage two, low morale, the leader must do productive things. Stage three, moderate morale, the leader must do difficult things. Stage four, high morale, the leader must do little things. Doesn't mean the team is not involved, but the leader sets the tone for where the morale is. That way, when you have poor morale, that means as a leader, you do it all. Because nobody's going to take an interest in what you're doing. No one's going to take an interest in what you're talking about. And we really don't care because the success of the team depends on you as the leader. You set the example. You set the tone. You set the pace. So when the morale of the team is high, people are active and engaged and willing and set on go. Which means as the leader, we do little things. To build high morale... The leader must be strong and recognize everything in the process. Teamwork thought. When you do well, you feel good. When you feel good, you do well. Law 17, our final law, the law of dividends. Investing in the team compounds over time. Every leader desires to have a great team. Everyone does. I haven't talked to leaders who haven't said, I don't want to have a great team. I haven't talked to leaders who said, I need my team to get it together. Everyone wants to have a great team. But in order to have a great team, the leader needs to invest in them. When you take the time to invest in people, they recognize it. And they take the time to invest in the ministry and others. When the team is invested They duplicate the pattern and behavior. Investment in a team starts with making a decision to build a team. We're building a team, not a one. A team. Gather the best team. In the best team, you want to put people in the best position where they fit so that they can thrive. Three, pay the price to Develop your team. There are some sacrifices that are made. There's time. There's money. There's ministry conversation. There's dialogue. There's communication. And then you work together as a team because it takes everybody. And you give the team members responsibilities and duties that maintain responsibility and authority. And then once your team does good, you always give credit and acknowledgement. Don't take the credit and acknowledgement for things that the credit and the acknowledgement for things that your team members have done. Acknowledge and give credit to them. That boosts the morale of where we're going. Watch and pay attention to see if the investment pays off. Because sometimes the things that we think that we're doing as far as investing 
is not necessarily meeting the need and the growth of the team. So that calls for us to make a mid-course correction. Don't invest in people who don't want to grow. Don't invest in people who don't want to grow. Don't cast your pearls before the swine. Don't waste time. People will want to grow when they're invested in. But then you'll have those people who just want to stay where they are because they don't want to change. We don't do it like this. We haven't done it like this. I don't know why we have to do it like this. Move on to the next. Keep it moving. Either they get on the train or they get off. Create growth opportunities for team members. Give team members an opportunity to lead. Create the moments. Disciple them well. Don't have a personality-driven team. Have a whole, well-rounded, holistically balanced team. And offer the best possible chance for the team to succeed. Team thought. Is the team's investment in you paying off? So let's review these again, as we've done with our previous indisputable laws of teamwork. And we are going to start with law 14, the law of communication. Interaction fuels action. Our teamwork thought, communication increases connection. Law 15, the law of the edge. The difference between two equally balanced teams is leadership. Teamwork thought, everything rises and falls on leadership. 16, the law of morale. When you're winning, nothing hurts. Teamwork thought, when you do well, you feel good. When you feel good, you do well. Law 17, the law of dividends. Investing in the team compounds over time. Teamwork thought, it is the teams and is the team's investment in you paying off. What's being invested into you as a team? Is it paying off? So this completes our 17 indisputable laws of teamwork series. I pray that you go back and listen to each law from beginning to end. There are 17 of them. I've taken the time to break them down in phases so it does not overwhelm you in one sitting. But listen to them and apply them to your ministry. Apply them to your worship teams. Allow God to shape and develop your team for the better so that we can all grow and disciple each other. Because when we take the time to implement these laws, there will be growth. There will be development and we will learn skills to be effective team members. These laws are simply guidelines on how to enhance and enrich your skills as a leader, but more as a comprehensive team member. Everyone wants to succeed. Everyone wants to be the best. Everyone wants to be on top. But there are steps that we have to take to get there. Just like anything else, there is a process. So again, these 17 indisputable laws come from a book written by John Maxwell. If you have time, share this with your team. 
Take time to read this book as your, with your team so that you can grow in the areas that you need to grow. I encourage you to be a blessing to someone else's life. And remember, at the end of the day, all you need is a worshiper's heart.
riding on that airplane that day. My, my, my. I thought about everything you've been through. Yes. And everything the people of New Orleans have been through. Oh, we've been through a lot. And I started thinking, what is the solution? And God said, tell them to pray. That's it. And watch him change. Watch God. let us pray. Father in heaven, we give thanks for life and the experience life brings us. We thank you for our joys, our sorrows, trials, failures, and victories. Above all, we thank you for the hope we have in you, that we may find fulfillment in you, that we may fix and focus our heart and our minds on you. We praise you, God, for our country, 
the beauty, the riches it has for us, and the gifts that it showers on us. We thank you, God, for your people, the gift of languages we speak, the variety of people and the interactions that we have, the cultural heritage and differences that we treasure. Enable us to use these things for the good of the human race to bring glory to you. And we thank you, God, for the many gifts you have given us. We thank you for watching over us, for guiding us, for your faithfulness, and promising never to leave us. So we offer up to you all that we have and all that you have given us to use us and our gifts to help others. For you are the Lord of time and new beginning. Give us good judgment to know what things to do for you. And grant us the inner strength to finish each of those jobs that you give us. So that we may fully know the joy of doing your will. So that your kingdom may come on earth. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And fellow worshipers, I speak this blessing over your life. May the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of God's Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, the blessings of God Almighty, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. May our Lord, whose arms were spread on the cross, embrace the whole world. Help us to take up the cross and follow him. And may the love of God remain with you always. In the name of Jesus, I extend this benediction to you. Amen.